y'all. This is John Quell Jones. This is Mike Strong with the Indianapolis Colts. Yo, it's your boy Buddy here. This is Jazz the Kid Chisholm. Clay Thompson of the Golden State Warriors. And you are logged into 10th Year Seniors. 10th Year Seniors. 10th Year Seniors. 10th Year Seniors. You're logged in with 10th Year Seniors. You dig? Freedom? You dig? Freedom is a must. The you dig, the drop there at the end was Buddy celebrating no longer having to be in Sacramento. My God. I feel like what we need to do is just record the Buddy. You yeah, dig you, you've been saying you dig. And just, and just yeah. like, yeah, in no, moments like You this. have said that on 14 podcasts. I just yeah. need us to know. Like, I, you know, I was going to do it today. Please do that. But so I didn't know he was. If, he, if, he, if I knew he was going to be here, because, you know, it was a. He was on the fence. I with hate you all so much. Let me tell I'm you, dead, you know, this I had a new job kicking his ass. Little what? sleep needed, my little sleep. Little sleep, <sighs> but free. Wait, Sacramento far, you know. It feels so good for Buddy to no longer be. You see that smile he had on, that, on his face. First of all, East Coast. Now we could do. We can make Buddy posts at a reasonable time and go to sleep. <laughs> Welcome to the Casuals Basketball Podcast. By the way, we watch so you don't have to. Buddy is finally out of Sacramento. And that is that was the lead for NBA trade deadline for us. Like we knew this was coming pretty much all season long. It was just we a just, matter. It's a waiting game. Just a matter of when. And the only reason we didn't part immediately after the trade happened because we wasn't sure if he was staying in Indiana. There was yeah. a lot of murmurs out there that a second deal may be made. I mean, I feel like that second deal should have been made, but well, well you know for, what I was for hoping? selfish reasons. We're gonna get to your team later. I was hoping that that tr- it was like Duncan Robinson trade type thing or even a trade to the magic with Mo Bamba and someone and be like, man, going to Florida? Ooh. That would have been so nice. Ooh. Always possible next year, though. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you need to get too comfortable, buddy. Um, but you could be a hot commodity next season. Yeah, I mean, hey, one year of having both him and Mike Strawn in Indiana makes oh, yeah. for some great content. Oh, yeah. Great content, and we are going to capitalize on that. Wow, we didn't say one basketball reason why we like this trade yet. It's just all Oh, no, 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 I'm not much to basketball, you know. It's just, bro, hey. Be in Indiana for a homestand, and you get a Colts game on the weekend. It's a block away. It's so much. All right, so Buddy, along with Tyrese Halliburton, and Tristan Thompson. He was hot. He oh, was yeah. upset. He's still oh, yeah. recovery. Traded away from Sacramento for in exchange for DeMontis Sabonis, Justin Holiday, and Jeremy Lamb. The Pacers kind of did a rebuild on the slick during this trade deadline because they also traded away um, Karis LeVert. Mm-hmm. Also traded away Tory Craig, who was a part of their rotation, but not like a major part of it. They also brought in Jalen Smith, number 10 pick from the Suns a few years ago. So another front court player, I guess, in this in this rebuild. But what do we think about, because now we have to follow the Pacers, like R.M. Bailey wives. We now have to follow the Pacers because this is where... Yeah, they the Pacers. Yeah, wait. Mm-hmm. This, this is where Buddy is right now. What do we think about his fit into this? Because Malcolm Brogdon is still out, like, like we said, the Pacers were breaking the whole thing down. Still a guard-heavy rotation. They are high on Chris Duarte. Mm-hmm. But he is still a rookie. Mm-hmm. So in terms of veteran leadership, Buddy is stepping in right there. And if you look at it, he is the guy. I know Tyrese Halliburton is going to be a starting point guard from yeah. day one with Brogdon not in there. It all depends on whether Rick Carlisle wants to continue that continuity with him and Buddy. My take with that is... But he might, they might do the same thing that they did in the second one and play him at the three because just the shooting ability. And we know Indiana likes three-point shooters. Yeah, but 
There's also Lance Stevenson there. And they signed Lance Stevenson for the rest of the season. I don't know why you're bringing that. He's playing in and one shoes. He's playing well in those and one shoes. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it was that thing that got us through December and January. Yeah. That's over. Yeah, they get buddy now. Let's let's yeah. be realistic. No, I'm just I'm saying they play Lance. Buddy and Lance Stevenson played together for a while there in New Orleans. See, you, Lance you, Stevenson likes him. Yeah. We all like Lance Stevenson, yeah. but we understood that he was the stopgap to get to this moment until they figure out what Brogdon. I just feel. Do. I'm just um, saying you play. Alvin Gentry three. never liked um, Buddy Hill. Boy, he could trade jump, Buddy. Boy, he loved to trade he Buddy. He could trade he the shit out of Buddy. Ice to this day, to this day, we were so mad when he was an assistant coach. Hire. To this day, if Dave Yeager is the Kings coach, I think Buddy is still in Sacramento, and that <laughs> team doesn't fall apart like this. Yeah, no. When they got Bill Walton, I was like, Luke Walton, Bill Same. Walton's kid. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> and it, it, nothing was the same after that. Because no. remember that year, the Kings were trending up. Him yep. and De'Aaron Fox, fastest backcourt in the league. They was right Caused outside. Caused way to retire. Right outside of the playoffs. And then Walton came in there and that was it. The I just don't understand. Like, th- this has always been the thing with me and following Buddy and his relationship with his coaches. How you can't find a place for shooting? Like, what kind of scheme See, are you running with you can't find a place for shooting? And that's the problem. And I think Rick Carlisle is actually going to put a scheme together that Buddy's going to flourish. Because here's, this is the biggest thing with Buddy in Indiana. This might be a real temporary spot mm-hmm. because the draft coming up, he's going to have value. If he could show that he has a three-point... If, if you run the right plays, like, they gave him the ball in his hands too much. He's not a, he's not a point guard. And that... John is completely right with this. Because I have a coach. That, yes. FIBA certified. Make sure that people know. <laughs> save, know. Save this is the chest. part to drop the plug. <laughs> you didn't know that? <laughs> no, I knew what I'm saying. Joe got, got a goddamn license. Right, but what I mean to say, yeah, the basketball part, you drop it. Yeah. Oh, he's, oh. Open, he's open for interviews, guys. All your high school, college programs. He ain't gonna coach nobody. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so it all depends on fit and depends on scheme. You can look around the NBA and see specific places where... Players are doing things that Buddy should be doing, and he would thrive at it. Imagine him being Duncan Robinson playing for the Heat. Imagine him being Seth Curry. Imagine him being Seth Curry on any one of those teams. Joe Harris on the Nets. Imagine him being anyone on the Lakers. Imagine him being on the Mavericks. No, they are punches from the side. This this is what I'm saying. Should imagine him being on the Hornets. But Sacramento was doing this thing where, for some reason, they expect him to be a playmaker off the dribble. Well, I... 29, you just know yeah. that's not who he is. That's but, not where his strength lies. And the problem with that is they had so many injuries. The Aaron Fox would get injured. Bagley would get injured. And Buddy is pretty much an Iron Man when it comes to, to playing basketball games because he keeps himself in such great shape on the Bahamian bloodlines. But Kong Pao. Yeah, Kong Pao. The whole thing is, is like you asked him to do so much that he shouldn't have done that you actually hurt his game to a point. Hey, dog. And I Coach. listen. There's a lot to be said about just not wanting to be in your work environment and how that affects productivity. Mm-hmm. I understand these dudes are professional. These dudes get paid millions of dollars. This is still their job. And I don't care if you got the highest job in the line or the lowest one. If you don't like your work environment, ain't no way you're going to be as productive as you can possibly be. Sometimes the only thing to do is to get a change of scenery, to change mm-hmm. the voice that you're hearing as a coach, to change scheme, to change everything. But it all started with contract negotiations with them mm-hmm. four years ago, three years ago yeah. now, whatever, when it was like three. Yeah, they didn't want to give him what the market was saying he was worth, right? So then he comes in the press conference and people got their feelings hurt saying, but who the hell won't come to Sacramento? Like, 
You got to pay the people who are here. Demontis Sabonis? Yeah. He ain't really working. You know, he ain't going to be there like two years. Then he's leaving. Go on. Say, after this contract, I'll be out of there. Yeah. Talking about Bohemian Bloodlines, that's where Buddy actually stood out. He was legit the Bohemian. I only get away because I got to go. Bits got to get paid. <laughs> yeah. But so, hey, get but off. In all his press conferences, he was like, I ain't getting paid to play basketball. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is a dream. But the thing is, it's just like the Dennis Schroeder thing. You see how he bet on himself? Yeah, and it was a, there's a reason why Buddy took that contract. Sometimes because just lose. Yeah. No, the thing is, Buddy understood that one bad season and his value would drop more than 50%. Yeah. Easily. Because they're just going to judge him. Oh, well, you got to get... You got to always take the money when it's there or else you're going to be traded to the Rockets like Dennis Schroeder and <laughs> only making one solid five. He getting by. He could be back to the Lakers next week. By Tuesday, we can slot that up. How? They could buy him out? Oh, yeah. The Lakers only, their only recourse is the buyout yeah, market. Yeah, a little text. They little didn't text. make, they didn't So make what happens moves. if they buy Buddy out? But like, yeah. Well, ain't nothing happening with that. We could stretch, we could stretch Westbrook. We got to get Luol Deng contract off the book. We could stretch Westbrook. Y'all still paying Deng? <laughs> They're probably, Why are you they're probably it, paying Bobby Bonilla too. But Luol Deng, I'm sure he about to go into like Duke Hall of Fame. Y'all paying Paul Gasol still? No, no, only only Deng still on. Y'all still paying Kobe? What about um that white I mean, center y'all had? What did that? What do you name? Which was? one? <laughs> no, you know the dead one. Not, which one? Not the dead one. We was playing Timothy Mosgaard. Yeah, the dead one. Yeah. Y'all oh, still paying him? Yeah, he sucks. We, no, we ain't paying him. We only paying Leo, Luol Deng. Oh, but, but you yeah, paid him by money, money though. We pay a lot of them a lot of money. We got one title loaded though. Yeah, that's one cool. title. Before we get off the pace of pride, I, I like the hashtag gold blooded. I feel like that's going to be a big one for us to hashtag. And listen, I feel like this is an opportunity more than anything else for Buddy to reestablish the place where I feel like people think he fell off in terms of being one of the best shooters in the league. Because, who, who believe he fell off? Because he's shooting one. He's shooting the lowest percentage of his career. Yeah, like it basically. It basically that I'm coaching. It basically was, I'm going to take threes, and that's just about it. And I don't know how much he was still emotionally invested in Sacramento. I, I don't think know. that's the key. His emotional investment, that's why I cracked the joke about him being the most behemoth possible in this last two-year stretch. Once he gets in his position in Indiana where he has valuable minutes, and I think we had a discussion off the board, it's the value in the time he plays on the court, bro. Like, Buddy's the kind of guy, look at Clay Thompson. They're born shooters. Just give them the ball. Let them shoot. He's not a point guard. Except the last he's, second shot last night. But anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, but he's not a point guard. He's that. not the guy to bring the ball up the court trying to facilitate for everyone else. Allow the guy to come off a screen and shoot the fucking ball. That, that's it. All it is is Buddy is such a better shooter when he's not thinking. When he's just catching, releasing, and shooting. Like a college. I mean, college, he would make his own shot because he was that, that much better than everyone. Yeah. But at the same time. His two-point field goal percentage should go up because he should be getting a lot of screens at the top of the key and being able to put that, the ball in the hole. Look, and there were, depending on who you talk to, there were pockets of Bahamian society that was against this move. There were some that were for they it. They all the pieces. I was for anything that got him out of Sacramento. I, I honestly did not care where he ended up. I just needed him to leave Sacramento. Mm. I did not care where he went. Yeah, I'll no, be honest. I'm just happy he's able to still with 24. Yeah, he's he's still going to be rocking 24 at Indiana. First game tonight at 7 p.m. against the Cavs. So we'll see how that one goes. I'm optimistic about this move. 25 tonight. Yeah. 25 tonight. Yeah. I, I wish I could find I wish. Please, I look sports. I actually, hopefully we get some I think in the schedule that. later on, they have um, the playing Sacramento. Oh, I can't wait for that game. 
You about to put a hundred on them? Oh, that dog going for fifty in that game. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the last trade that was the biggest trade because it involves superstar talent, all NBA players. The Kyrie, KD, James Harden experience ended. The 76ers got robbed. Ended after 16 games. They played 16 games together. I don't think anyone saw that coming. At this point, I don't don't support fights in the (laughs) NBA. But KD got to lay hands on James. Yeah. Like on site. On James? Yeah. Why say that right? Okay, go ahead. If you read the reports, for the past two weeks, James has made it clear, yeah, but I go for these niggas. No problem. He's straight. We can play ball. We can win titles. Mm. That all of a sudden he's like, but y'all can do that. Simmons thing or what? Like, what? I feel like you and KD should have a relationship where y'all can talk straight up. Let me tell you something. They did. This is what this situation was, right? Yeah. KD and Harden, they boys. KD and Kyrie, they boys. Harden and Kyrie are not boys. And the way this whole thing started was Kyrie throwing the monkey wrench in the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So Harden was looking at KD like, bro, Check your get boy. your minds. Like, yeah. that's your boy. Get him in here. Like, we need him to play. That's where the whole thing started, right? So everything was cool, but then KD gets hurt. And then Kyrie ain't there. So it's at a point where Harden looking around and I don't know. Welcome back to the Rockets. Exactly. I don't know if you all was watching a lot of Brooklyn games or looking at that box score, but it was a lot of nights where Harden was playing with nobody and it looked a lot like Houston. And he ain't in the greatest shape. He ain't he ain't Harden Houston. So it was even worse for him. So he's there thinking like now he ain't in great shape. So so he was there thinking like, bro, I came here to challenge for a title like right away and I'm still playing with the Rockets. I don't know if this dude could if Kyrie going to feel like playing or whether he could be playing in the playoffs every day, like, I don't know what his situation is. I don't know when KD's coming back. See, now... Get I, me the hell out of here and I let me go play for Daryl Morey again. Which is true. And I understand all of that. All I'm saying is from the standpoint, if you watch KD's reaction when they made the picks yesterday, <laughs> it was more so from the vibe of, but dude could have told me it was yeah. like that. Yeah, no, I, I feel it was like a situation where James being, I love the strip club as a dude, dude, and KD from the... The unspoken kind of shit. He just wanted James to come to him and say, hey, bro, I really ain't feeling this. Do something with Kyrie. We got to make this square. That's all it is. But I felt it was a situation where he went behind KD's back to the front office like, get me out of here. Yeah, do what you got to do to make this straight out. But I feel like everyone knew Harden wanted out, though. Don't see him so, bro. I I don't think he wanted out till like the last couple of weeks, probably, when Kyrie came back and started dominating because you thought he was... Dominating? (laughs) Has anyone ever enjoyed the Kyrie Irving experience? That's the question that I ask. Like, from maybe at St. Patrick's, I don't know, maybe you got to talk to people in New Jersey. Cleveland, pre-LeBron, did not enjoy the Kyrie Irving experience. The LeBron years, yes, because you won a championship, nope. right? Even at that point, they didn't enjoy it because as soon as they won the title, it was like, I'm all on this LeBron, Kyrie should collapse. Boston, definitely a no nope, to the they, Kyrie Irving experience. Was trying to the billet. Brooklyn, this shit ain't really working. But he balling, though. Duke, it ain't even work because no, he played, work, t- he he played 10 games. Did he? He played 10 games at Duke. And I, Jeff Rogers camp, ain't nobody ever enjoy the Kyrie Irving experience. Like I don't know. <laughs> Kyrie needs to camp. camp. I, I I don't know. Was, was that he that was have this on tape right now? Just we to had play him, the clip. we had him walking out or whatever. But anyways, it wasn't anything good. I caught that too late. Yeah, yeah, yeah boy. I wish we. Boy, I wish that. we had the camera and the bird thing because I would have been perfect on that. That would have been so good. Because that was that was the start. But Sean, you started this by saying that um, who got robbed? The Philly got robbed. Yeah, Philly got yeah. robbed. Yeah. So Philly gave up Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, and the biggest question mark of all. And ben Simmons, right. 
So is you, Ben Simmons gonna play? Is my first question. You went on the podcast we did when Kari was here, and we were talking about. I had all the confidence in the world that um, Kyrie was gonna come back and be Kyrie, right? This guy's like basketball shape. <laughs> did we know he was practicing? Now, I know what Ben Simmons was practicing. Yeah, me and you <laughs> like, on the same page. Yeah, I'm on the same page. Like this, like he don't. Shoot the ball at all, so Katie and Kyrie could love it. They could be like, "Oh, we could, hey, buddy." On and Seth could love it too because he knows that he's gonna, he's gonna put up more shots. Is he in basketball shape? Like my favorite thing over like this period of Ben Simmons saga was when he put his house up for sale, and it, he has a house in New Jersey. Hey, yeah, his house in New Jersey. Yeah. He doesn't have to sell it anymore. He going right to Jersey. And they put the pictures, and you see all the slam magazines with Ben Simmons on the on the wall, like, oh. Ben Simmons' house. But, yeah, I don't know if he's in shape. He can't. Eh. Carter, you think he played? I think he played. My, 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 my concern with the situation is we have something similar in L.A. with Westbrook and his inability to shoot. I feel like KD is going to look at him and be, like, questioning everything he does. I don't think he plays in, 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 in uh, Brooklyn long term. I think this is just for right now until he can get the free agency again. I don't think him KD is going to mesh well, but I think he... Gives it a shot to prove to everybody, especially Joel Embiid. Yeah. This is a real Kobe and Shaq kind of why. Oh, and jo- Joel Embiid ain't faking with it. Like, he is still trolling Oh, no, he ain't him. Man. That's like, why he, I tell you. I really want this to be the Eastern Conference Final. Because... I hope it is. By game four, it's just going to be fights. I hope it is. Charles it's, Barkley kind of fights. Like, here, boys for the ball. Here's the thing, though. The Nets now have, when you look at it, the best perimeter scorer in the league in KD. Don't, 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 don't do what you're about to do now. And the best perimeter defender in the league in Ben Simmons. Okay, okay. okay. What did you thought I was going to say? So now, once again, the X Factor is Kyrie. Here's another question, right? Do we think Kyrie now gets the vaccine despite James Harden and to play all of the games, home and away? No, because New York's dropping the mandate. Oh, Harden dumb. Mm -hmm. (laughs) No, he just didn't. You know what it is, though? I didn't think he would have forced his way out of here either if Embiid was balling the way he is. Because he see Embiid having this MVP season, and he's like, mm-hmm. Harden can't keep his eyes next to the woman he have. That's why he likes strip clubs so much. Yeah, I know, but you understand that. It's yeah. a vibe, bro. Yeah. It's a vibe. That's he see, why. He see Embiid over there putting up 40 and 15 and every night. Don't forget like, the last that. time the Nets played the Sixers. KD and MB, they got the chirping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Harden MB. gave it the look. If you go back and watch it on YouTube right now, he gave it the look like, but he, are you on your own, bro? He do what you know, gotta do. He didn't know who to he, go with. Boy, he, no, he knew exactly what he was gonna do. He, he gave it the look him. like, I ain't in that book. James Harden just wants to go to the strip clubs. He ain't trying to fight. Yo, he look, love Philly so much. Um, and do not discredit how important it was was for the Nets to get Seth Curry and Andre Drummond. Oh, that's Seth Curry. Like, Andre Drummond big. for the bat. Yeah, that was big. literally both of them was really. I know. I, I know. As a Laker fan, Andre Drummond was much maligned for that shitty time period he had there, and just being Embiid's on backup. Shirt, man, on the shirt. It works for AD. Being Embiid's backup Does didn't it? really work out. Yeah, I feel a, like the undershirt is what is keeping fragile, bro. And now... Let muscles out. And, wow. And now Plus. Andre Drummond is going to a point where this is a team that doesn't have a solidified big. Like, you don't have to even run plays for Andre Drummond. Mm-mm. Rebound. That's they, it. Rebound. I can pause this now. Go ahead. Nets legit became the most dominant post-present team in the league with this trade. Because if you get Ben Simmons to be... Any kind of faucet of who he was. Hi, Nikola Jokic wants to talk to you about saying that. Collectively speaking. It's the MVP stuff. Collectively speaking, 
Which other team could, technically speaking, uh, Ben Simmons is like what six eleven? Yeah, six ten, six eleven. You're saying no other front court matches this? Oh, how? How? You say this Magic Johnson? That's what you say. If you put Ben Simmons, Drummond, KD, KD and, and Drummond O'Dell, yeah. like yeah, we know what the Drummond. So what position are you playing, Ben? At Ben has to play the, the four. Okay. Yeah, no, I, we agree with I that. Agree. Yeah, and if you roll out there, who is going to... Because you got to have Kyrie and Seth on the yeah. floor. Bro, you could imagine the space in the area he has to but work this, with now. But this is why it's so difficult, though, because we know Ben Simmons... Let's be real. Ben Simmons is being his feelings. The whole reason the Philly, Philly thing didn't work out is because Ben Simmons in his feeling, and he feels like he's supposed to have the ball. Like, what is his attitude going to be coming into this? Because you know you can't have the ball with KD I, and Kyrie. His game I can't has, believe I his game believe has to change. His game cannot be the same. Which is true. Yeah. And to answer the him being in his feelings thing, the dude had a lot of shit going on, bro. The family drama, all that shit that going on. Philly didn't give him the space, and then they added to the fact of... Hold well, on, hold on, let me finish now. And then they added to the fact of, after all of that, everybody blamed him for the playoffs. Yes, he sucked. He missed every shot that he needed to make. But at the same time, dude was going through something, bro. Give him the space and be a team around him. and give him. They never gave him that. Carter could be a coach. They never gave him FIBA, that. FIBA certified? Mm-hmm. Just they never gave him that. If they gave him the space to just come around and say, all right, yeah, we had a bad season. Philly, but gave, Cardo, right, with, Philly with, gave that duo every opportunity. The duo. To what I'm trying to say, when they had that playoff collapse, it was like, hey. He had a playoff collapse. Yeah. No, no, no. I know. He I had know. a playoff collapse. Like Kawhi was good, though. No, not, not that year. The year after la- last, last year, year when he refused to dunk on Bogdan Bogdanovich. He didn't refuse that. He refused. <laughs> he refused to dunk on Look, him. just put it this way. You're looking at a lineup of Kyrie, Seth, Katie, Ben, and you could throw Blake or you could throw Drummond in. Y'all think Blake could dunk again? Yeah. Okay. But that's a like that's no real center lineup right there. Let's but look, look at, at the, look at the height and the strength you have. Let's look at Philly though. Philly, Philly, you got Harden and Tyrese Moxie in the backcourt. You like you Tyrese Moxie? Tyrese Moxie, good. Philly is high on him decent. for a reason. Decent, decent. He could be good. Uh, decent. He could be good. Now he he get to be off the ball and run up and down and do Iverson shit. Next what? to James Harden. Yeah. Be wild, bro. <laughs> he can't have the ball in his hand. He's the de facto two. And he's James Harden short. is the de facto James Harden. He's the one. Yeah. I mean, no, stop it. James Harden ain't a hog, you know. Bruh. He's not a hog. He's the closest thing to a hog yeah. that we had he's since Kobe Bryant. Look, let's you know, not, let's okay, not, what? Just put it this way. You know why he uh-uh. is a hog? Because he gets all these assists. He shouldn't have the ball in his hands that much to his even usage, make them His assist. usage rate is too high. I agree with that. But he knows so why usage he's rate His usage hog. rate is too high. Yeah. Coming off of scenarios where he played with Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. I mean, who he was playing with Russell Westbrook is different than who he became in Houston for those years. That was who he is now. I still don't consider him a selfish player because who he had to be in Houston was what they built around him, and that's what he had to do. This is different. You are going to Joel Embiid's team because he wasn't playing selfish James Harden in Brooklyn. He was not. Not until they trotted him out there with DeAndre Bembry and Nick Claxton and all that. I mean, them. I was trying to no, talk him into like Nick Claxton, okay? He's Caribbean. Yeah, yeah, from yeah USBI. Yeah, from here. They I are rivals. Can, you could disrespect yeah, them. No, I can disrespect them. That's because you FIBA certified. Yeah, now you feel bro. like all of y'all is one. But I, I guess Philly's still starting. Danny Green. Hey, how are you still hanging around? Because that's home girl's favorite. Um, that that old that old lady's favorite player. Danny Green sent her a jersey. Like. 
Thanks. Only person in the world. That shit is wild. Um, what are the trade matter at the deadline? Oh, though the one where they didn't trade Russell Westbrook. No, I will leave the Lakers for last because I know Carter got a lot to say. I can break the, this chalkboard. The, de- the deadline started with Carter just messaging saying uh, how much Portland hates Dame. Remember, let's take it back years ago to Damian Lillard just pretty much calling everybody else soft and saying he'll never run away from the grind. Dumb. He's in and everybody thought, but you stupid because these franchises don't care about y'all. And now he can look around and see everyone is gone from the grind. Everyone, they, they, Sprint full speed, you seen bolt away from the grind. CJ McCollum ain't there no more. Nobody around. It's just you and Nurkic and random Chauncey people Billups. coming in and out. That's it. Chauncey Billups, bro. Now Dame ain't even playing. And the Lakers still lose to the Blazers. Fuck you not. So CJ McCollum is there in New Orleans. And New Orleans still just New Orleans. I'm just happy mm-hmm. Buddy didn't get traded back to New Orleans. It may have worked out without no. Andre Drummond. I don't know. No, I, I just don't like that city. Uh, we all been there. We yeah. know. All right. The Popeyes wasn't even that good. <laughs> all right. Let's see what else happened. Charlotte got Montrez Harold. We mentioned deal. Cleveland going to Karis. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody touching Lamelo now. Kristaps Porzingis going to Washington. That was a wild trade. I, yeah. I, they I, just wanted to get rid of him. I thought Mark Cuban was riding with this white connection of Doncic and Porzingis. I thought he enjoyed that. Hey, yeah, he, he was riding with it until the Clippers beat him two years in a row after yeah, being out. We got to be real, right? And we got to look at it. In the NBA, you only allowed one international superstar per team. <laughs> yeah. You can't have two. It don't uh, work out that way. I know. Uh, Greg, Greg, Popovich, Greg Popovich would disagree. Because Greg Popovich he thought he Tim, should have all. He had Tim Duncan. He That's different. All. And Ginobili and Tony Parker. Like, all. He, yeah. I wouldn't say Ginobili was a superstar. Ginobili is good. John. Ginobili is a superstar, bro. That may, that may be the hottest Tim take ever. Yeah, I don't think what? I don't think Ginobili was superstar, but Ginobili was really, really good. The man fought a bat. He is a superstar. <laughs> yeah, he did that, fight a bat. Honestly, he had to go get a baby shot. That was the that. greatest play of his career. That Tony, tells you everything you need to Tony know about Parker, his hand eye yes. coordination. Tony Parker, I'll put in the... the but you don't think Ginobili is good as Tony Parker? Uh-uh. I thought Tony Parker was better. But what? Boy, I know, but that was John. Like, it would, there were, no cap. There were times when Ginobili would go head-to-head with Kobe. Yeah, no, he was that type of player. Like, he was the dog that you needed to come on. Because he was coming off the bench sometimes. He was but starting. He wasn't, but he wasn't but, really a bench player, John. Yeah, he wasn't a bench player, but he's... He like was said, what Harden was in OKC before Harden was that. Yeah. that Ginobili so before he was a role. superstar. He, oh, wow. <laughs> Well, okay, we may be using superstar a bit yeah. too liberally then. But normally, was this? So what are you, t- bro? No, I, I get, I get where you come from because using the word superstar, you think okay, all NBA first team. All right, I think we got. So to do maybe it like he's this. not that guy. If you had to go in Olympics, yeah, possibly F- the F- greatest Olympian FIBA superstar. Then, but that's FIBA superstar. But you, one thing, but do you like FIBA ever since you get your papers? <laughs> no, but I like I said, Ginobili, the, he is definitely a Hall of Famer. Okay. All right, the moment we've all been waiting for. Oh. How long are we into it? 27? Yeah. Cardo, go. Cardo. I get on the city. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Go. So the team that, and LeBron seems broken, by the way. Him LeBron and Anthony seems Davis. broken? Him and Anthony he Davis. He trying to not break Westbrook up. That's him, what he's trying to do. Him and Anthony Davis seem broken in every press conference. Like, after the Bucks game. Tamar popped him on the head like he was trying, bro. Like, And they wanted to kill him when that happened. You understand me? Like, that was the most I got to hold my head or this is going to become a viral moment thing I've ever seen from LeBron and AD. And to follow that up, 
a loss to a Blazers this, team that's is this obviously a Carter moment or your moment? Carter moment. I just okay. setting it up for him. I, I Chris Paul and dishing it to DeAndre. He ain't set up me, bro. A loss to a Portland team that's obviously tanking. It was Anthony Simons and just a bunch of random dudes killing us. The Lakers team seems broken, and they could do nothing to fix it because they don't have assets. Tht was the asset before the season, and he yeah. like all of that went down because they what, gave too much minutes to Westbrook. But anyway, what the hell happens? What what happens? Yeah, we play through the season. Hopefully make the ninth spot to save face, play in a play in tournament, win that just to save face and get eliminated in the first so round. Save like face we did twice. last year. Yeah. That, that's the only I judge the strength of a Lakers season. Better try avoid Phoenix. Hold on, hold on. I judge the strength of a Lakers season based on Magic's Twitter reactions. Magic what? has been beyond himself the last week. <laughs> so I know shit that hit the fan mean and wallet. He prepared to go buy the team, like that's the vibes Magic has given on Twitter. So once I saw that, I was like, all right, yeah, this this will watch season. There's nothing we could do. I want y'all to know that Magic Johnson came from a very rough upbringing, came to a Lakers team, and dominated as a very young player. You, you watched the HBO series? Right? No, not yet. Right. Seeing some amazing things in his life, fought off amazing tragedy, was the face of HIV. Mm-hmm. And Magic said... None of that is as bad as the Lakers right now. Like, all of that shit was okay. But this Lakers thing is too much for me. I cannot take them being this bad. HIV. And that was HIV in the 80s. I mean, 90s. 90s. Like, but, this, and this is worse. What do they do? I, I'm so confused. What do Lakers do? Yeah, they uh, should have traded for Buddy. And that they was the tried that. All the but was like, they try it too late. They nah, try it after you saw THT sucked. Wait, wait, wait. Hear me out. Yeah. That was LeBron doing his GM thing. Yeah. We freaked that out. Uh-huh. Cleveland, Miami, all that we saw it. We thought it could work in LA. It didn't. Palinka tried to save face with trying to go back at the buddy thing. The problem with it is Sacramento wasn't playing ball. Because if you turn around and you trade for Sabonis and you was like, bro, we could have had Westbrook for. Half a season, one year, and then flip him into something else. There's like, nah. So nobody's trying to help the, the Lakers out of this situation. So we have to play through it. We've been here in the Kobe Bryant years, but everybody's like, wow, y'all pay Kobe all this money. He ain't gonna do nothing. That's cool. We gotta go through it right now and hope we get out on the next and with another title in probably a year or two years from now. Let's end this by you just offering some optimism with Westbrook and his ability no to No optimism there, bro. No optimism there, boy. Like, I, never, I never hated somebody this much. <laughs> Like, we had Laker people who came in, put on a jersey, and it's like, yeah. Like, Lou all day, it was bad. <laughs> Timothy Mozgov, it was bad. We had Slava Medvedenko, <laughs> that was bad. Smush Parker was our point guard for a stretch, that was bad. It's, nothing, it's never been Smush nothing Parker. like that. Smush, Kobe wanted to kill Lamont twice. We had Kwame Brown, bro. You know what I mean? Like, young Lamar before. Like, come on, we've been through a lot. But this is the worst. We came from a championship two years ago with all... We traded Carl Kuzma, Lonzo Ball. Like, bro, to end up with this? With this? Nah. Unacceptable. <laughs> <laughs>